What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Now, you're probably wondering why we have PJs on, right? <laughs> That's because we're tired. We're sleepy <laughs> yes. and we are beat. Yes. We've spent the last uh, four days, five days in Miami for Super Bowl. And what an experience. And we are tired and we are beat. Now, if you follow us, you know for our son's birthday, he turned 16 and all he wanted to do was go to the Super Bowl. Yes. So we said, fine, we'll take you to the Super Bowl for your 16th birthday. And we went. And what a time we had. He he got to meet Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Odell Beckham, Jay-Z, uh, Migos. the Migos. He met um, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. He met Dr. Oz. He met Meek Mill. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. He mm -hmm. met so many different people. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I snuck Logan into a couple of parties. Yeah. So we actually got to party and see what it was when his dad was DJing, which was pretty cool. He was trying to get into the strip clubs. You would have brought him if you thought you could have got him in. I want him to experience. I thought that would be you pretty cool. You wanted him to experience yes. the strip club? I thought that would be pretty cool. The first time you went to the strip club. You think that would be premature for a 16-year-old? You don't see the stuff that he watches on television? I'm no, sure he doesn't he's... watch naked boobs bouncing That's, around there's anywhere. There's no naked boobs. Actually, they wear bikinis. there were naked boobs at 11. I, I saw all 18 of them in a row. No, oh, well, he, he didn't make it inside. So, But it would have been good. He, that, like, he could be like, Dad, what's that? I could be like a nipple. and be like, what's that? <laughs> Areola. What's that? You know, I could have I been you able to. You actually wanted him to experience that? With his dad, I thought that would be pretty I was cool. a little, um, I was concerned thinking that you might have tried to get him in. Nah, but he was good. He, he had a great time. And, you know, the Super Bowl, right? We went to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl had 70,000 people. Uh, great game. Wonderful Super Bowl. Of course, the sodas were $15. I'm sure the hot dogs and burgers <laughs> were about $20. Of course, that's what you were going to mention. What, the money? <laughs> the yeah. cost of everything. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. Uh-huh. Um, the crazy part was leaving the Super Bowl. Listen. Now, I'm not going to lie. I, I did something I'm ashamed of. You should be. I'm, you you sh should have drawn the line. You should, be, you should be ashamed of yourself. I told you. I was like, you're bugging. I said, you are bugging. There's 69,000 people here, and you want to wait till the end end to leave? I didn't want to wait till the end we end. We have never gone to a sporting event, I didn't a wait. concert, or anything in a stadium or an arena and stayed till the end because it's clear that we're going to be caught up in all of the mayhem trying to get out. We've never done it. I didn't want and to wait this till time, end. when it's like the biggest event ever... You decide that you want to stay until the very no, end. No, I did not want to stay to the end. Logan wanted to stay to the Who end. Who gave him permission to stay to the end? This was his only Super Bowl, so I wanted him to see... The confetti. The Chiefs get you their trophy. To see he the wanted confetti. to see who was the MVP of we the game. We could have taken him to Party City, and he could have seen the confetti. And it would have taken off, I don't know, three hours of our lives? Maybe. Maybe. But he wanted to see that. And since we flew all the way to Miami to the Super Bowl, I said, give him that. So now, we leave the Super Bowl which I didn't think of. You got to think, if there were 69,000, 70,000 people there, 50,000 people were ride-sharing away. So it's 59,000 people had to take the ride-share, right? Mm -hmm. So we go to the ride-share lot and we try to get an Uber. We can't get an Uber. We can't get a Lyft. We can't get a taxi cab. We can't get shit. Like, shit. Like, there's just people upon people upon people. It was a mob. 
it was a mob. Right. If everybody wasn't there for a good reason, I would have felt unsafe. Right. It was just so many people and people started getting frustrated because people didn't know where to go. I don't feel like it was really organized. It was definitely wasn't organized. Well that was enough. Bad. Right. No. And we had to go over a bridge and under a tunnel and across a lot and walk along the side of a highway just to get to the parking lot where the ride share was. Right. Then when we get there, it was just a long line of ride shares. Uh, the rideshare people could not get to the lot. So every time we would try to order an Uber or a Lyft, it would just say ride is not available or it would cancel out. So then we started talking to people and they were like, there's a Walmart 20 minutes away. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't start talking to people. I started talking to Why people. Why are you lying? You you're such yeah, a, tell don't them. you lie. I was ear hustling and I heard some people talking about the fact that there was a Walmart about... 20 minute walk. About an eighth of a mile away. No, no, no. Eight tenths of a mile away. And it would take about 20 minutes to go there. So I walk over to Rashawn and I'm like, babe, we can't stay here. He's still on his phone. Trying to get an Uber. Trying to get an Uber or a Lyft. Trying to... Meanwhile, about eight of them had already canceled on you. About another eight had already canceled on June, which is Rashawn's manager. And I'm sitting there looking at you like, dude. Nobody's coming to get us. Like nobody is coming because if I was an Uber driver, I would have absolutely positively turned off my thing and been like, "Yeah, I'm just off the clock for like the next three or four hours. I'm not picking up anybody from the Super Bowl because they have to get in." And then it was pandemonium, pandemonium. trying to get out. So I knew nobody was coming to get us. And then Rashawn was like, "Well, what do you want to do?" I'm like, "You see these two legs? We're gonna walk. Walk where?" Walk anywhere but here. We need to get the hell out. So then we start walking towards where I believe the Walmart was. Correct. So now we're walking on the side of, I don't know, it might have been like an eight-lane road. Yeah, eight-lane road, highway, yeah. Not really a highway. I don't, what, what would you call that? It was like a, I guess it was it's like... It's four lanes going this way and four lanes going that but way. But it was no traffic because no, it was it, nobody could get in the stadium over there. So it wasn't that many cars, not, not that many traffic. Gia and Logan run... Well, first of all, we're walking on the side of the street mm -hmm. where traffic is coming towards us. And I'm thinking to myself, if we can hustle our way into an Uber or a taxi that happens to pass or anything, we're not going to be able to do it on this side of the road because it's going in the opposite direction. I'm like, so you know what, babe? We need to cross the street. He's like, cross the street. It's eight lanes. I'm like, watch me. Me and Logan take our running across the Look street. Look like a game of Frogger. Jump, jump, jump in, in between cars, they run through. You'll only know that if you're like 30 or more, right? Right. Frogger? Yeah. Right. Okay. What is that, Atari? Atari or something like that. Atari, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I used to play that. Um, so anyway, we're on the other side. These two old guys, Rashawn and June, are like moseying, almost getting hit. Like... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> across yes. the street of like, who made you? Anyway, they get across the street. So now we're walking in the same direction as the traffic that's going on that side of the road. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, there's a lot of people walking. Maybe everybody's trying to get to the Walmart, which is a problem, which means that there's going to be pandemonium at Walmart. People won't be able to get picked up from there. I'm thinking maybe the signals are going to get crossed or what was it that happened? You kept saying like the... Uber signal, like something was dropping. They couldn't. It was too congested. It was too congested. So Uber wasn't picking up signals. Okay. So now I'm worried about that. I said, that's going to be a whole other hour and a half standing in that parking lot. So, so. Gia said, I'm going to use what I got to get what I need. <laughs> so I got to tell him what you did. So I said to him, I said, babe, 
all these cars are passing. Why don't we try to get in one of these cars? He's like, didn't I tell you? We're not going to be able to get an Uber. Even if we try to do it. How'd you put it? Like, even if we try to do it, they can't find us. Right. How'd you explain that? Because I don't understand it. Well, my son was like, Dad, all we got to do is stop a car that's an Uber driver and tell him that we're going to press the button and he find us. And I told my son that doesn't work because Uber doesn't. It's so many people. It's one in a million that they'll actually pick us. So I'm like, that's not going to work. So Gia says. So I said, I'm not talking about an Uber. I'm talking about anybody. <laughs> we need to get in a vehicle that has four wheels that can get us the hell out of Dodge. So now she wants to hitchhike. That's exactly that's what she wants to do. not really. Is that, I mean, I didn't do this. It's still hitchhiking. You didn't do this, but you hitchhike. Okay, so, so tell, that, tell. I guess it technically was hitchhiking, right? You didn't do this. You went like this. <laughs> I didn't do it. Same I didn't do that. Go ahead, tell them what you did. So, um, the first car that... Now, I'm looking for any car that there's only a driver in. Correct. That has, like, three empty seats. That's all I'm looking for. If you got it, then you're game for me. I see this one guy in a car, so I go over, he lowers the window, and then I get down a little bit lower, he lowers it all the way, and I'm like, excuse me, but um, we're just caught up in all of this nonsense, and we just need to get about three miles away from here in any direction, anywhere, just somewhere where I can call an Uber and get picked up. I was like, if you do that, I have $100 for you. And he told me he didn't speak English. He's from Japan. Correct. I was like, oh. so, so, I got to say, so I got those, so we kept it moving, right? I like this. We got lit here. We have, um, can we just shout out your Care Bear onesie? Don't hate. Can we just shout out, Do you, what's the Care Bear thing? Do you remember? Care Bear, Care no, Bear. No, 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 it was the Care Bear stare. <laughs> you got to do it. Know. That all the light comes out, all the shamrocks come out. Okay, so then you have to show the little heart on your butt. Turn around. I'm not gonna show the heart on my. You butt. gotta show the heart. On your I'll butt. show it later. No, you're gonna show it right now. I show it later. No, I got my I mic and everything. You. My mic's connected just, to my butt. Okay, just kind of. Like, I'm not doing it. Look, I got, I got a heart in my butt. All right, <laughs> silly Lily. Okay, um, so anyway, I see another car that passes, and it's a guy. He was 56 years old, and his name is Doug. So I ran up to his car and I said, um. Excuse me. And I said the same thing that I said to the other guy. Mm -hmm. First, he lowered the window a little bit. I got a little bit lower. And I was like, I have $100 for you if you get me like three miles out of here. And he was like, okay. So now, mind you, Doug thought he had action. Doug seen no. this pretty fine little thing. No. Gear had her cleavage out. Doug was like, okay. <laughs> Doug was from West Virginia. Doug said, you know what? I'm here from West Virginia. I'm going to get me some tonight. <laughs> so then when Doug said, Okay. Yeah, it goes. <laughs> and we start running to the car. Doug didn't know what to do. Doug was like, oh, shit, let me lock these fucking doors. <laughs> you know, so we jumped in Doug's car. At this point, Doug's like, oh, boy. Now, when we walk in Doug's car, Doug had duck boots in the back seat. Yep. I said, Doug might be a, a, a fucking killer. <laughs> Doug might be the killer. Doug might be the killer. <laughs> but, then uh -huh. I, but then I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I was thinking about that, too. But I'm like, but you, Logan, and June are behind him. Right. Before he does anything, you guys are just... Yoke him up. Yoke him up and, real and, quick. And that's what we thought. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, we're good. Because I was like, this is too easy. He didn't say, okay, you know, 200. Like, he was just like, okay. I'm like, mm, he might be the killer. But whichever way, we all hopped in. Right. And we were only trying to get three miles away. And he's like, so where are you guys staying? We said, oh, we're staying at the St. Regis Ball Harbor. He didn't know. He was from, um, no, he's from West Virginia, but he flew in from Sarasota. 
No, no, no. He flew in from West Virginia, but he was staying with friends in, in Sarasota, Sarasota. Correct. Which was apparently in the opposite direction. Three hours in the opposite direction. Yes. But I mean, we chatted him up and whatnot. And he said, you know what? I'll take you guys all the way back to your hotel. And then I got all excited because it was just, yep. I mean, it was looking pretty grim. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't advise anybody to do that, but. Oh yeah. This is an advice. Yeah. Doug came we through. We were just desperate. Yeah. Doug came through. He drove us all the way back to our hotel. Um, he's from West Virginia. He told Gia all his stories about him scuba diving scuba with sharks. Scuba diving with sharks and gators and dark rivers with no... I'm like, you didn't even have a spear or anything? He was like, well, I have my flashlight. What was a flashlight going to do when you're in the water with an alligator? But he was a real adventurous guy. Yeah, he was And cool. we learned all about him and he was... It's important to be nice. Absolutely. It's important to be nice. And if you can ever help somebody, you have an opportunity... Help somebody. I did something but hold, like hold on, that. Hold on. Let me just say this before before you, you get into that story. So we got back to the hotel. You know, I gave Gia $200. I said, hey, give it to him. So when Gia gave him the $200, oh, yeah. Doug was like. It's too much. It's too much. I don't want that much. Mm -mm. No, nah, it's too much. So, so Gia had to stuff it in his car. We jumped out. And yeah. I just thought that was good karma. And that was good karma because Gia did something when she was in college that I almost wrestled gear to the floor and, and literally kicked her in the butt. Your parents bring that up to me like once a year. Mm -hmm. Like they find that and me climbing into my mother's house through the window when pregnant. I was like eight or nine months mm -hmm. pregnant with Madison. Mm -hmm. It's like they just won't let those two things go. Yeah, because they were big. So gear was driving back from Virginia. Of course, she went to Old Dominion in Virginia, <laughs> driving back to Queens uh, by herself. Um, and on the way back, she seen a bus that was on the side of the road. Gia pulls over and says, hey. I was wondering if anybody <laughs> needed to get to New York because I saw some like young people and whatnot. And it was super like it was like 10, 11 o'clock at night and the bus was broken down. And I was wondering if anybody needed a ride to New York because that's where I was headed. So this one girl said, yes, she's going to her grandfather's, grandfather's birthday, birthday party, party in Brooklyn. Needed to go to Brooklyn and Gia let this lady that she didn't know in the car and drove this lady to Brooklyn. Yeah, and drove her to her house. I wowed out on gear. I was like, what's wrong with you? People are crazy. You could have died. They could have killed you. Yada, 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 yada. And um, gear dropped the lady off and the lady had a, you know, made it to her grandfather's birthday party. And I, I give gear shit about that all the time. And I really feel like the reason that this guy drove us there was, was because of that. Was because of that car. 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe all i know is that it's important to be nice and if you ever have an opportunity to help somebody you really should you Absolutely. really should because he came through in a clutch for us unfortunately there were thousands of other people that were in the same situation as us and it's crazy because you have so many people that were there from out of town so they don't know where to go. They might not have anybody to call. They're staying in a hotel. Mm -hmm. You don't know where to walk to. So there must have been people out that were out there for hours and hours and hours with no way to get home. We knew somebody that had a driver. Yep. And we got back to our hotel and he was still out there an additional two hours after we were already in our beds. That's right. So. So, I, so just to say, sometimes this would be the name of the podcast. Sometimes stupid decisions are smart decisions because that was a smooth, a, a stupid decision, but it got our ass home. It got our ass home. Yeah. But so then, so that was it. We got home. <clears throat> the next day was, we had to come back, of course, to New York City. But, you know, it was Gia's birthday in Super Bowl and I couldn't get Gia, uh, well, I didn't get Gia a, a gift. You did. Uh, yeah, I got you a gift, but not a birthday, birthday gift that I wanted to give I you. I thought it was a birthday, birthday gift. It was nice, but I bought Gia a car and we, I bought 
I think I bought you the car like maybe January 2nd. Mm-hmm. And I've been hiding this car since January 2nd. Um, and when we landed, I told her that I had to pick up my car from the shop. Shout out to Illmatic. I told her I had to pick up my car from the rap shop. So we go to the shop. People might not understand what that means. Okay, so Illmatic is a shop that wraps cars. So what it is, is they do a, a, a bunch of different wraps. One, they tint your car if you need it. Two, they ex, it's called Expel or Excel, where they, it's like they saran wrap your car. So if it protects your car from rock chips, uh, minor accidents, anything small, it protects your car. Or if you like, you know how some people change the color of their cars, they do that as well. So he has a big shop. So I hid the car there. He allowed me to hide the car there. So when we got back, I told Gia, hey, I just got to pick up the car from the shop and then we can go home. Gia was like, look, we've been running all day. I just want to go home in my own bed. I was like, just come with me, please. She said, like, you fine. can't pick it up tomorrow. She said, fine. <laughs> so we walk in the shop. Um, well, no, we didn't walk in the shop. You had me waiting in right. the car for like 30 minutes right. before I could walk in the shop. And all I wanted to do was use the bathroom. And you guys know I don't like to use public bathrooms, but we were on a flight. I had probably the probably the last time I used the bathroom was maybe four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I like had to go, had to go. So I'm sitting there rocking back and forth <laughs> in the front seat of the yep. car. Like, what are we waiting for? I told him, I'm texting like, I have to pee. I have to pee. What's taking so long? I have to pee. So I'm like, one minute, one minute. So what we were waiting for, shout to Ben's my assistant who set up this beautiful scene with a red carpet with balloons and everything. And the guy that's behind the camera right now, his name is Estat. We, hey, we were looking for a bow, right? So Ben's my assistant bought a little red bow. It was cute, but... Estat came up with his own con- con- concoction of a bow. Of a bow. He was going to make his own bow. Now, mind you, Gia's car is white with red interior. Why he made a purple bow, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we talking about you. I don't yeah, know. we talking about you. So he makes this purple bow, and we, that's what we wait. We're waiting for this purple bow. The purple bow gets there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He's like, nah, the bow is dope. It's big. It's going to drape off the side of the car. She's going to love it. I said, if you don't get this motherfucking bow out of here. This purple bow. This purple bow. I threw that bow so far. So we, we got rid of the bow, and we walked in, and, you know, uh, I sh- you know showing gear the cars. And then she walked into the room. And what was your first reaction when you opened up the, when I opened up the sheet and you seen your, your car? Kind of felt like I was in the twilight zone. I, I was utterly shocked because usually when you get me a present, it's something that I've either made mention that I thought it was dope or you've made mention that you thought it was dope. It's something I've seen. It's something I'm maybe not expecting, but if you give it to me as a gift, I know where the idea came from. When you said, this is your car or happy birthday, it's all a blur, like whatever you Mm -hmm. said, happy birthday. I'm thinking to myself, is this a joke? Mm -hmm. I already got my birthday gift. What's going on? I just, and I also felt like I was just stunned. I was stunned. I almost felt like it was like, too much. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, and it was totally unexpected. Right. So that's why I, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I've been speechless about something, but I was speechless and it took me moments to just process that you had gotten me this car and you, he has the same car in a different color. And, um, I don't like to drive sports cars. Let, let, me, let me explain. So for y'all who don't know, and you should know, I love cars. Love cars, love cars, love cars. Uh, when Gia and I started dating, Gia was a car person. Like Gia, people would say, yo, Envy got the hottest cars. Gia would have the dope cars first. Like Gia was the first one with a BMW. 
I used to drive her shit like it was mine. Gia was the first person with a Cadillac Escalade. And a system and the, a bazooka. The first person with an Escalade, I would drive hers. But when we got married, she kind of put that to the back burner and her cars became the mommy cars. Like yeah. all fucked up. French fries, popcorn, <laughs> chicken nuggets. Cars are all bleeped up. Yeah, yeah. Happy Meals. All that shit was her <laughs> The cars. Happy Meal toys yeah, under yeah. all my seats. All that shit. Moms, you know. Greasy you know. back seats and all types of stuff. The greasy friggin' fingerprints on the back seats and then on the windows. You guys know. Like, if kids throw up, they throw up in her car. Like, always. All, like, that was her shit. So she always got the bad end of the stick. So... You know, gear likes trucks. So she gear would drive a Cadillac Escalade. And with this Cadillac Escalade, we would abuse the shit out of this Escalade. Meaning, like, if I'm going on a trip, I'd take her Escalade, lay in there. It, it, I would fuck it up. Uh, pillows. Pillows, blankets, blankets everything. Blankets, candy. Candy. Your friggin' chuckles and your sour patch kids and all of your little sugar all particles over all over they my get it. car. I would fuck it up. They get it. They get it. I deserve this car now, I think. I, sh- I should have been so surprised. I should have so, known because I deserve it. So, um, <laughs> when Gia, you know, so when I got the truck, Gia doesn't like sports cars. She, she doesn't drive any sports cars. So one day well, she- I don't like sports cars because all of his sports cars are so low and I'm usually in six inch heels. So I don't think that whenever we drive your sports cars, I don't think that's a valet in America that hasn't seen my crotch. Great. Trying to get out of the Great. damn car. Shout out to the valet people out there. <laughs> so- Shout out to y'all. So, um, I hate those cars. So geared and they're, hold on. And they're uncomfortable. They're not. They're uncomfortable. They don't drive luxuriously. They drive a sports car. Like it's uncomfortable. One of the cars that it doesn't even have heated seats because it's such a sports car that they can't put the heated seat mechanism in it because it weighs it down. And then the car can't go as fast. So I'm sitting there with like, Alaska ass and burr buns so, and chili cheeks. So it's, it's, because of, it's not for her. All right. Your, it's not for her. Sports cars. I hate them. So anyway, I got myself a truck, right? The, the Rolls Royce truck. Right. And I would notice every day when I, it's time for me to go out, the car is not there. Gia would take the truck and she go do what she got to do. She go get her nails done. She go to the mall. I'm like, it's my motherfucking car. <laughs> so I thought about it and I'm like, damn, I'm like, yo, she really hasn't had her own car where it's just hers, where it's not the kids don't have to get in it. It's just really her car. So I designed a car for her a couple of months ago and I said, I'm going to get this for her for her birthday. So I designed it. It came in early and then I got with the problem. It came in so early. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? I can't hide it in the garage. So I had to damn near like look for places to hide it. And I designed this car, white and red. That's one of her favorite colors of, of car combinations. And no, I was it's like, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Not one of my, it's my favorite. So her car is a newer addition to my car. So she got stars in the roof, shooting stars. It's it's a pretty ass car. And when I when I designed it, I was like, she's gonna love it. And for me, I'm not the easiest to 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 be around and be in a relationship with. I'm moody, I'm attitudinal, I work a lot. That's me. You're <laughs> supposed to be like, no, baby. No, you're telling the truth. Great, great. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to interrupt you. Keep great, going. I great. think there's a few more adjectives you could have thrown. Sometimes I'm an asshole. Mix. It's hard to Keep be going. around. Keep I like going. to work. That's something I'm not doing no more. So, but all of that, I like to see her smile. I like to see her happy. Like the first time she's seen the car is a is a memory that's always in my head because she was she she wasn't expecting it. That's something that sticks here. Like I just remember the smile. And it makes me so happy, even if we're arguing, if we're mad at each other, if we whatever that smile 
is something that just stays with me forever. Like if I die, if I have dementia, if something goes wrong, I will always remember that smile. Um, so sweet baby. Uh, so her getting the car, that smile is something that I desire. And I always remember this, right? My dad told me when I was a kid, I wanted a mongoose bike. And the mongoose bike was expensive. I think it was like three, four hundred dollars back then. And it was very expensive. My parents necessarily couldn't afford it. Uh, my dad had chest pains and he thought he was having a heart attack. And he, he was rushed to the hospital. <clears throat> and uh, when he was on the hospital, he whispered in my mom's ear, you'll go get that boy that bike. Because he just wanted to see my face when I got it. But it, just in case he died, he wanted that to be his last moment. Of him just being, seeing me happy. And I just remember that because that's how I feel about my kids. I'm tearing up here. But that's how I feel about my kids. Like, I wanted to see my baby happy. And that's why I was like, I got to get her that car. It didn't make any sense. We got two of the same cars in the crib. But I was like. That was also going through my mind. So I kind of thought that it was not real. Uh-huh. Not that I thought it was a joke. I didn't think you would joke me like that. But I'm like, we have the same exact car. Mm-hmm. Why would you get me in the same? Because that's yours. Like, yeah. I don't want to drive it. I don't want to put my foot in it. I'm not going to have nothing in it. Nothing of mine is ever going to be in that. I'm not going to drive it at all. Mm-hmm. The only time I drove it was to that shop. Other than that, I'll pull it out the garage to clean it and then put it right back in. I don't want to touch that motherfucking car. But <laughs> that's your shit. But I just wanted you to have that. I wanted you to say, I just wanted to say happy birthday. Like, I just love you. I know I'm not the easiest to get along with. I work my ass off. I'm moody. I'm an asshole. I push myself to the limit. I don't sleep, but I love you. And that was I that. I love you. All right. Well, let's get the podcast started. Okay, we didn't get it started, right? <laughs> uh, hey, baby. Yes. I got all types of lengthy yeah, shit. You got all types of green fuzz. That's what. Hmm. Go like this. Okay, just come here. Oh, you got it. You got it. You got All right. it. Yeah. So what I wanted to do, what I wanted to talk about is going out with your spouse, partying with your spouse. We talked about it a couple podcasts ago. And we right. said that we would elaborate, talk right. more about it. You cut me off and then right, said right, right. that we would talk about it on this podcast. Right. Right. So, you know, what, what I wanted to talk about is. A lot of people, a lot of times they don't go out with their spouse. They don't hang out with their girl or their wife or ladies sometimes don't hang out with their man or their husband. And. When I go out, I enjoy to hang out. I really enjoy hanging out with my wife. Um, and I'll tell you the reasons why. Uh, there's a lot of positives, a couple negatives. All right? Are you looking like that? I mean, I know what one of the negatives are. So, and you're just going to sound like a broken record. I'm they not, already know. Right, you guys well, know what well, it is, me, don't you? Let me talk about so the positive. So you can just save your breath and just move on to the second thing. All right. Well, let me tell you about the positive, right? I love hanging out with my wife. It's fun it's an experience we people watch we can dance we take shots with each other we really enjoy ourselves and i love it i wouldn't change that for the world when i when i'm doing a club and i like to take gear when i know it's going to be fun when we go to miami when we go to la when we go to vegas when we go to certain places i know we're going to have a good time i really enjoy taking it even detroit she's never been with me to detroit and i want to take it to detroit because i know she will enjoy it every time i go to detroit we have an amazing time like it's an r&b party it's grooves Everybody's having a great time. You do it, what, the first Tuesday of every month? Yeah, usually the first Tuesday in every month. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to take it there. She hasn't gone yet. Um, So when people say they can't or they don't want to go with their spouse or they don't, I I just don't understand it. Like, even when I go to the strip club, like, it's fun when I go with my wife. Like, it's it's so much fun. Now, the going out part, fun. Now, 
This is the part I don't like. And I'm sure a lot of fellas might not like this either. Babe, we got to leave at 11 o'clock. Gear's not ready at 11. For guys like myself, it takes me 15 minutes. Wash my ass, throw on clothes, and let's go. That's my routine. Wash my ass, throw on clothes, throw my jewelry on. I'm ready to go. You just leave the rest of your body dirty. Yes. Oh. That's all that matters, my ass. I see. Gear, how long does it take you to get ready? Three hours. Fucking lie. Never it's, the time she says. It takes me three hours. Let's talk about Super Bowl. I used... Listen, Let's talk about Super Bowl this weekend. I used to You think, were late every on. time. I used to think that it took me two hours to get ready. Then I realized that I was just perpetually fooling myself. By the time I shower and lotion and do my skincare, then do my makeup, then do my hair, then choose what I'm going to wear... It took me, and this isn't reasonable, but it took me a very long time to th to realize that it takes me more than two hours to get ready. But two hours just sounded good because it doesn't seem like it should take you more than two hours to get ready. But I came to terms with that in 2019. So now I give myself three hours and three hours is usually enough. Um, she's always late. This I like to take my time. I do everything slow. This I weekend eat slow. Everything I like to do slow and well and that's my that's problem that's, that's and that's and my problem. problem i have i have acknowledged my shortcomings several times and i and apologize that, yeah and that's my problem when i when i'm out of town i like to stick and move get in get out there is no get in get out with gear we were late for everything super that's bowl not weekend true. that's not watch true. this what, 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 what were we late for the super bowl we were like two hours early no no, we we were two hours early the super bowl started at six o'clock we got there at four o'clock right we right. Were, we were supposed to leave. Math, at what right? time were we supposь to Hold leave? Hold on, isn't that math, Estad? Isn't that math? What time? What time were we supposed to leave? Isn't that? Isn't that math? What? <laughs> what? What time were we supposed to leave? Four o'clock. What time did we leave? No, no. Excuse me. We were supposed to leave at three o'clock. And what time did we leave? Three ten. Three twenty. You were twenty minutes late. Twenty minutes late in my book is hella early. See, that's the 20 problem. Twenty minutes late is early. That's that for is, me. That is the that, that is means the, I'm not an hour late. That, that means is, I'm not an hour and a half late. That is the problem. And it, see, and that's my situation. Hold on. What did you say to me when I was ready to walk out the door? What did I say? What did you say? You tell me. You tell me. Well, I, don't, I don't remember what I what said. Did what, say? what did you say? What did I say? You gave me a kiss and you said, baby, I'm proud of you. For being 20 minutes late. That, like, that's yes. Like, yes. Yes. You said I'm proud of that's you. That's like having. Explain yourself. Okay. That's like. Were you, not, well, were you proud of me? I'm, I'm, I'm yes, saying, is it yes or no? Yes, I was. See? I'm explaining to you. That's like having it's a stupid. That's, that's Progress. Like, that's like having a stupid kid and he gets 75 on the test. You say, I'm proud of you. You proud of you, you the stupid kid. You got 75 because that's all I expect of you. <laughs> right? Am I lying? Am I lying? The, I mean, that's a good analogy. I'm, I'm lying. Oh, hold on. And the reason I'm on what my phone doing? right now, I'm going to tell you. Let me, let me see if, uh, let me see if my son picks up, right? Uh, you can't be serious. No, because he's going to... Hey Logan, can I see your face? Come on, we're doing a podcast. I want to see your face. I'm right here. Let me see. Hi. Oh, go like this with your hair. Mommy said, "Mess up you." We don't worry about your hair. Let me Question: see. They can't see it. That it's too far away. S Mommy, S dot went like this. He said that he can see Logan. Logan, fix your hair, poo poo. Hi. Was mommy late this weekend at Super Bowl? Every day. Logan. Every day. I didn't call him and tell him that. Would you say that again so they can hear loud? Every day. <laughs> he said that loud enough. Every day. Right? How much time yes. did mom need to get ready every day? 
Six to seven hours. It didn't take. No, come on, you don't think that's an exaggeration? Yes, yes, it was literally six to seven hours. Okay, there was one day. See, you're gonna make me explain see? myself. But see, but now there was. Hold on, stop. Hold it. on, Logan. Hold on. No, no, you stop for a second. Logan, let me see him. Give me, come here. Hi. Hey. Mm. The one day it took me like five or six hours to get ready is because although our hotel was beautiful, the lighting in the bathroom was awful. I could not. Eight o'clock when you wake, wake up to at least four o'clock every day. That was not every day. That's not true. Can you, that's not true. Tell him he's not telling every the day. truth. And so every as day. I was saying, Rashawn, it was like to the point true. I woke up with Logan at nine o'clock in the morning so he could work out with Brandon Marshall. When we got back, we got back. We went to the mall. We walked around. She still wasn't ready. So that. Thank, thank you, Logan. Love you, boy boy. Traitor. So like I said, that is the reason why I love going out with her. If I could take out the getting ready part, oh my gosh, we'd have an amazing time. But you know but what? It's always, it gives me anxiety. And especially when I have to work, if I have to DJ and I got to be at a club at a certain time, I'm like, babe, come on. Oh, five more minutes. I'll be ready in 20 minutes. And when she says she's ready in 20 minutes, that means she's out the bathroom in 20 minutes. She's still not fucking <laughs> dressed. She still didn't put no jewelry on. And she still has to get her phone and do all that other shit. So it still takes time. So I'm sitting there and I'm pissed. But now I don't want to be pissed because I don't want to ruin the night. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm fucking twiddling my thumbs. I'm twiddling my thumbs. Oh, that's all you do is you twiddle your thumbs or you get up and you walk into the bathroom and you give me a dirty look and then you turn around and walk back out. And you walk back in the bathroom and give me a dirty look and then sigh and then roll your eyes and then turn around and walk back out. All the time. This happens every time. But that, and, and I'm not saying I don't want to go out with her. I'm just saying that's the part I hate. Sometimes I like put on a fucking do-rag, a hoodie, a fucking shower cap, and let's go. <laughs> you want to go out look like the crazy, like the crazy lunch lady with a shower cap you, on? You look beautiful regardless. Like to the point where sometimes at night I'm like, look, when we get back to the hotel, I don't want to fuck. You know why I don't want to fuck? Because I don't want you to fuck up your makeup. Sleep like this. Don't move. And then in the morning, brush your teeth and let's go back out. That way, you don't have to worry about anything. I don't want to mess up your makeup. Why? Because it's going to take you whatever long it takes to get ready. So I'm just supposed to go outside with a dirty face, huh? As long as my eyeliner is perfect? I don't care. But that is the only reason why I'm like, it fucking drives me crazy. Like, you don't understand. I will have anxiety waiting on her. <laughs> you articulated the hell out of that word, didn't you? <laughs> but other than that, I really love hanging out with my wife. Like, it's really, really fun. Once we, we, really, get, once we get out of the hotel. Once we get out the hotel and past that, we have a great time. Um... I just really, I really enjoy it, man. We people watch, we point at things, we look at people's outfits, we admire people, uh, we drink, we eat, we, we have a great time and, and I really enjoy it. And if you don't have a great time when you go out with your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or your boyfriend, maybe that's not the person for you because you should be able to have a good time regardless. Um, sometimes Gia doesn't know what's going on in football. She doesn't know who the players are. But she still enjoys it. She still comes with me to, to watch the games, to watch baseball, to watch basketball. And I really enjoy it. When I'm DJing, she's there. She'll text me, hey, babe, you should play this song. Like, we have a great relationship. And that's what I love about going out with her. Like, I have a great fucking time. And then I love, and I love when we get a little tipsy and we get back to the hotel room because then. We they have, know. Hmm? They know. They know what? They know. What they know? You have to explain They it. know what happened in, in, in Miami this weekend? Rashawn, don't make me get up and just kick all the cameras down <laughs> and put an end to this whole thing. Okay. I didn't say that. I'm just telling you. Just uh, look at me. 
So how do you feel about going out? Well, before you do that, there's a cameraman there that's trying to get the door. Let him in the door. It's going to make a little noise before Gia explains uh, how you feel about going out with moi or going out with your spouse. Camera guy, don't kick over camera. Come on, get through. Hurry up, hurry up. Man, we got people taping, man. This is how you know it's a live show. Okay, we'll pass that camera. Come on, man. Goodness gracious. All right. So now let, let's talk about you. How do you feel about going out with your spouse? Well, I, lo- I love going out with you just because I love your personality. You know, I love the jokes. I, lo- I mean, we have our own personal jokes and it's mm-hmm. as though we finish each other's thoughts. We mm-hmm. finish each other's sentences we enjoy the same things. We dislike the same things. If we're in a crowd of people and something is going on with one person, both of us are going to notice that one person and have the same thought about that one person. It's kind of like we share a brain. Correct. So it's, you know, in a sense, I feel like, and I've said this before, but it's not just as though you're my husband. You're like my brother. You're like my best friend. You're my lover. You're everything so spending time with you to me it doesn't get any better than that right it doesn't get any better than that you know and i hang out with my girls and i love my girls but we've known each other 25 years so we know everything about each other i know what you're gonna say i know what you're thinking i know how you feel about things i know what's gonna make you laugh i know what you think is what you're gonna think is corny i know everything about you so it's like you're like my own little piano. Like we go out and I can just mm-hmm. it's like I could just play you like I know it's, it's wonderful. It's I can't even imagine. I honestly can't imagine having that experience with somebody else. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that it's because of how long we've been together? No, because I feel as though we were like that when we were kids. No, it's, it's not. It's. Uh, it's not that I, I mean I enjoy being with it doesn't matter how long we've been together I just really enjoy I have a great time uh, and the only only other time where I will say baby no I mean I mean do you feel as though we have more fun together because we know each other so well because we've been together yeah I think so, so long but I feel like we were like that when we were kids too but I also like think we hung out all the time. When we were in high school literally I was a junior he was a senior I don't think that there was a day in 1994 going into 1995 that not a day mm-hmm. that we didn't spend together. Yeah, I agree. I think it was seven days a week. And when we were in college, I pretty much lived at his house mm-hmm. or at his apartment. And then when I got my apartment, he pretty much lived in my apartment. And we chose to see each other like every single day the only days that i remember that maybe we didn't spend the entire day together was when you were when you started playing golf with kevin Mm -hmm. like you would go and be gone for like six seven hours Mm -hmm. and that was a little weird but aside from that we were just together all the time yeah and and i i enjoy it i mean it's it's good to have somebody that you can treat like your brother but you love like a sister or a wife Mm -hmm. and at the end of the night you can fuck like it's the best thing ever like what i'm just being honest but it's the best thing ever i love it like i said in in the only so it's like having your brother that you can be intimate with that's kind of what you said do you want to suck that back in no i I don't because our relationship no because our relationship is like brother sister right like you like we can wrestle we can play you know we can do shit just trying to understand you but then we make love like i (laughs) 
It's not, it's not like, it's like, you're not too prissy where it's like, oh, that's just my wife. Fuck, I gotta wait for it. But like, we can have fun. Like, we can joke. I could, I could see a fat ass and be like, look at that fat ass. And you'd be like, word, she got a fat ass. But like, that's the kind of relationship that we have. Um, so that's kind of like a brother to me, you know? Yeah. So, but I, I like that. I, I enjoy that type of relationship with you. And the only time that I don't take you out is if I know it's going to be trash. Because sometimes I get booked as some trash shit. Or, <laughs> or if it's too expensive. Like, a lot of times when I... <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like a lot of times, like say they book me for South Africa. Shout out to all my South African people out there. Uh, when I go to South Africa, the flights are expensive. So a lot of times they'll pay for two flights and give me a shitload of bread. So like the flights be like 12, 15,000. Yeah. So I'm like, if I bring gear, that's 15,000 out of our pocket. I, that's not out of the money we're going to make. So let's not go to this trip. So sometimes I think like that. But other than that, I really enjoy having you around. Like it's like, even when we argue, it's hard for me because I'm like, damn, I have nobody to talk to. Like, it's, it's the worst. You can't call me and then complain about me. No, I can't call you and complain about you. But now that I got, now that I got this new assistant, Ben's. I'm, I start calling Ben's now. And I don't. I'm like Ben's. You know what this bitch did today? And you know, but hey, that's okay. I'm I love, joking. I love Ben's. I'm just joking. You can call, you can call her and complain about me. But I don't you know, mind. I just want to talk about hanging out with your spouse and what that means to us, and hopefully you guys get to experience that as well. Well, let me ask you a question. Yes, ma'am. We both know a lot of people that are in relationships mm -hmm. where they don't have that magic. Right. Because what we experience in our relationship, I feel as though it's magical. Correct. I feel like there's magic in our house. Like with our kids, between you and I, it's always happy. It's always fun. It's mm -hmm. always exciting. It's always jokes, whether it's between us, whether it's us and our kids or, or our kids amongst each other. I think that... In our house, we inspire a lot of fun. Right. You know, um, where do you think that some couples go wrong or why do you think? Because I think that's where we left off. I think a lot of couples don't get along. That podcast. I think they don't, get, if they along. don't get along. Then why did they get married? Why did I, they choose to spend the rest of their lives with somebody that they don't necessarily get along with? Do you think that it's because it starts out? amazing yeah they get married and then somewhere it goes wrong it takes a turn and then yeah. it progressively it's like snowballs and then it just gets worse and worse and worse I to a so. point where yeah I, I think so i think they're with, disconnected i think with a lot of couples it starts off like that and then they get tired of each other and a lot i think a lot of people want a relationship but don't want the stress it's almost like if you start to stress me out i'm gonna leave you and i'm gonna go hang out with my friends because when i come home you give me a fucking headache I think a lot of people feel that way, guys and girls. I think girls, you know what? I'm going to leave you at home with your fellas. I'm going to go get this drink with my girls at the ball. Right. And I think people feel that way. With myself, I'm like, you know what? Um, let's go get a drink at the bar together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like the only thing that I do really without you is three things. Work. Poop, pee, and work out. And work. Those are four things. Those are the only things. And then even when I you poop and pee. poop and pee at the same and, time. Anyway, when I poop and pee. I'm talking right. to you while you're in the, in the bathroom. So it's kind of like... <laughs> you don't poop and pee without right. me. <laughs> so it's kind of like the only things that I actually do is, you know, work and work out. Those are the only two times. And I'm trying to change that for 2020. Mm -hmm. About to start working out next you're not gonna week. Start, no, you're not. Okay, after February. After March. After March? Why can't I work out in March? We got All Star, CIAA. Then we have the Casey Crew podcast where we're going to be out in Jamaica. And then we're going to have uh, our vacation. So, you want to work out before those? Are you going to be sore and do, but my legs hurt? Well, I don't think I can work out in February with CIAA and All-Star and all that stuff because I'll start and then we'll stop for four days. Correct. 
So I'm going to be in pain. And for she's no- definitely not working out in a hotel when we're out of town because then it's going to take her nine hours to get ready. Because yeah, no, no, no. So in March, okay, before March. before Jamaica, okay, okay. like those three weeks. And then I think I can work out in Jamaica because okay. there'll be a facility and whatnot. So I'm about to change that. So you work without me. Right. So even when we go to the gym, we enjoy each other. We laugh. We joke. We have a good time. I mean, I at the sit gym. there and I like taunt him. But it's still fun. We have a good time. You know, of course. Um, of course. We talk about Bachelor and Bachelorette while we're in the uh, thing and, and talk about all types of goofy stuff like that. And we really enjoy it. I know. But my whole thing is I'm just wondering where it goes wrong. For a lot of people, for some people, yeah, because, you know, I know a lot of females that have said something along these lines, like, oh, I can't wait till Friday night so I can just get away from that bleep. You know, and it always makes me wonder, like, if there's something so wrong that you don't enjoy being around that bleep, then either you get cracking on fixing it or you get cracking on getting the hell out. Yeah. I wouldn't want to just live in mediocrity. But some people need that break. I don't know why, but need a lot break. of people talk like they need a break from their spouse. They need to get away a little bit. They need some time to breathe. They need a little time. No, to... I know a lot of I've I've known and I know a lot of people like that. Especially people who don't have hobbies and don't have things. They sometimes they feel like I need to go out with the fellas and drink. I need to go to this game. I need to go play basketball or I need to go do this. But what do you think about that? That's what I'm trying to get at. I think what to each you... his own. I don't feel that way about you. And, and if I did, I mean, it's okay. Because I think sometimes people do need a break from everything. Sometimes I think people need a break from their kids. I think sometimes people need a break from their job. And I do feel like some people, Tom, sometimes they need a break from their spouse. Um, I just don't need that break. I don't need a break from my kids. I just need a couple hours of sleep. Just give me a couple hours of sleep. I'm good. I don't need a break from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a hobby. All my hobbies uh, really... I include my family. I'm into cars. My, my son is into cars. You're into cars. Uh, you know, my daughter's into cars, you know, things that you do. You know, I don't watch all the shows that you watch, but I try to watch some of them, whether it's Bachelor, Bachelorette, or, you know, we watch uh, Housewives and all some that other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch it with you. I, those are not shows that I would sit home and be like, oh, it's Tuesday. Let me pull them. I wouldn't. But because you watch it, I'm into it as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that Wanting that break is normal. Well, I guess it is normal. I think it's normal for people. But do you think that it's okay? Because it's not just an occasional break. You know, I know people that they need a consistent break, like a couple nights a week away from the person. I think that's odd. I think that's odd. To me, that means that, you know, there's something about the person you're with that's kind of repelling you. I agree. I, I think know? that I think that is a problem. One day is not not bad, but if there's a couple of days a week where you're like, I, I can't stand this bitch or I can't stand this dude, that's a problem. I kind of, and, and no relationship should be that way. I kind of feel as though if that's how you feel, and I'm not saying to be around somebody 24-7, because I know we are probably excessive with how much time we spend together and how much time we talk, but in a normal relationship, I think that if you don't want to spend most of your time with that person or... You don't look at the person you're with as an asset or as a bag of fun or someone that you enjoy when you go out most of the time. I think that you need to get to the bottom of that. You need to you need to figure out, like, why don't we enjoy each other's company Mm -hmm. that much? Or I've seen it more often than not be one sided where he doesn't want to spend as much time with her or she doesn't want to spend as much time with him and if that's the case and your man is going to the bar all the time or your girl is going out to the club all the time and they're not inviting you because that's a big thing 
like the whole he doesn't invite me or, you know, she went to X, Y and Z and she didn't invite me. Everybody wants to be included. Right. Everybody wants to be thought of. Everybody wants to be made to feel as though they are looked at as an asset to the person that they're with and that they want to go out and enjoy it them but or it that depends, they want though. to show them off. But it depends too. Do you know like, what I mean? Because I, I know a lot of girls are like, what, is he embarrassed about me? Does he, is he looking for girls or why would he not want to bring me out and show me off? Why is he hiding me? Right, no, and I think that's, I think that is a problem. Um, sometimes I do go out and I don't want you to go. And I don't want you to go, not because of you, but I'm like, for gear to get ready and for me to walk in this spot for 30 minutes, I don't want to. I don't want to put it through that. Yeah, and I don't want to go through that. If we're not going somewhere. I'm going to be there for at least an hour and a half or two hours. Don't include me because exactly. I can't spend three hours to get ready to go somewhere for an hour. Right. It's, and then I travel time. Like <laughs> it's not right. worth it for me. So, so for me, but like anything else that when I do and I know it's going to be fun, I really look forward to and I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, but for some people, they don't feel that way, and I think that they should feel that way in a relationship. Like I like showing you off. Like you're my best piece of jewelry. When I go out, you know what I mean? I don't need a chain. I don't need a watch. Like, you are my diamond. I walk through, people look at, at you, and you're mine. So it's like looking at me. That's how I honestly feel, you know? Sweet. It's the truth. All right, now let's get to the email of the week. Hey, Envy and Gear. I love y'all so much. Just recently, I learned about the podcast, and I'm obsessed with the content as I'm in a relationship and an aspiring wife of a healthy marriage. So my question is about my relationship. I just want your suggestions on something about my boyfriend that bothers me. On a vacation we took to celebrate our first anniversary, I learned that the name Melanie tattooed on his arm wasn't his grandmother. <laughs> it was an ex from a relationship five years prior to ours. How do you think he was going to keep that concealed to someone that he's marrying? His grandmother? Hey. When he told me, he apologized for lying and promised to cover it up. Fast forward to three months later, and I get fed excuses every time I bring up the cover up. His excuse is that he has other things to worry about right now, and he couldn't care less about her. So I'm a little annoyed with the fact that he initially lied about it on top of it being about another woman. And because he argues me down about prioritizing this. But should I be upset, Jada? Yes. But go ahead. I'll let you take the lead because you're the male and you have a tattoo. You have two tattoos of my name on you. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, she should be upset. Um, He lied because he probably he had it on there and it was probably like, damn, I don't want to tell her who it is. But he should have told her who it was beforehand and just got it taken care of. Uh, if I had another name tattooed on me um, before we were dating, um. I definitely would have got that taken care of a long time ago. And especially that they're married. They're not dating. They're not boyfriend and girlfriend. They are married. Yes. Take the shit off. Like cover it with something. Now, mind you, I'm supposed to, I, I'm supposed to get three more tattoos. <laughs> right. Three, three, two more tattoos. Two more tattoos. Two more tattoos. And I've been proca proca procrastinating because it hurts. Right. Like I know it hurts. Like the shit is painful. Um, but I mean, I would never want my spouse, my wife, my girlfriend to feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, just like if she had a name, you know, if you had a name of somebody, some other man tattooed on your ass, like we got to take that off. That would be my priority. Immediately. It would be my priority. Now, the only other reason I would say is uh, maybe he can't afford it. Maybe the money is low. Maybe there's a problem financially. And that's the reason why. Other than that, take the shit off. Like, I mean, it's a name. 
I didn't get the impression that's this huge graphic. You know, I think it's just like a name. You can get it covered. I don't think she said removed. I think she said covered. Yeah, covered. Yeah. How much could a tattoo be? To cover Tattoos a name, it could be anywhere it's from melody. Five hundred dollars to thousand dollars, depending on what. what to what cover design. it, depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Okay, five hundred to a thousand dollars for your peace of mind, so Absolutely. that your wife isn't at your neck every other day about some other woman's name that's on your body that she has to be reminded of every time that she sees it, and be reminded that you lied to her about it, and have to wonder like. Why would he lie? And he kept this lie up for so long. Now we're married. So what was he going to do? Just keep it on his body indefinitely? Oh, and then what was he going to tell me when he finally did get it removed? He's, he doesn't love his grandmother anymore. So you're going to you're planning on keeping that on you until they put you in the ground. Like, what's your plan here? So, yeah, I would be irritated with the lie, with whatever the plan was supposed to be. And the fact that you're not taking responsibility for it. Like, you know what? My bad. I'm sorry. I did it because of X, Y and Z. I'm going to have it taken care of tomorrow because I don't want you to think about this or be burdened with this. It's ridiculous. No, and I agree with you. I mean, I under- should she be mad? Yes, you should be mad. I understand why he lied and he probably felt like, hey, you I- understand why he lied. If he if he had financial problems, let's say he couldn't afford to take it off. And he was like, so you know in what? the year that they've been married, he couldn't muster up five hundred dollars to def- cover up another woman's name on his body. He definitely should have covered it up. He definitely should have took it off. It should, he should have been taken off a long time ago before he smoked some weed, before he bought a new pair of Timberlands, before he bought some new jeans, a new watch, before he went to the movies, before he went to go see a football game, basketball game, before he ordered. There should have been a tattoo cover up fund. Covered it up. Twenty five dollars from every check should have been going towards I the agree. goal of covering that up. Like he's walling. And when you cover, see now, since now he's in a situation, not only does he have to cover it up, he has to put her name on him now. Because now I'm, a, if I'm, a, I'm if I'm his girl, I'm going to feel away. Oh, 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 you put that. So you bitch. felt that way about Melody, but I'm your wife. And you ain't got me on you. Now, unless your name is Shaniqua or some long ass dumb name is like, it's going to go for this far. I'm he just means joking. no offense. Shaniqua's of the world. Yeah, shout out to Shaniqua's. But I'm just saying for real, for real, like, and my name is Rashawn. R A A capital S H A U. Your mother was A very creative. Very creative. But you know, and, and and that's why you know, Gia and I had this conversation of having tattoos, and Gia was like, you know, I would love to, you know, have a tattoo on you. And I'm like, wait, what? You would love to put. You asked me before if if I would want, if you would want to put a tattoo of my name on you. You know, you're not saying that right at all. That was their second try. Go for the third one. Okay. Gia asked me before if I wanted her to put my name on her body. Yes. Body. Yes. So she's asked me. So, you know, and I said no. And the reason I said no is because I think Rashawn on you would look stupid. (laughs) In a nutshell. I I just think it would look Rashawn. I just think Uh think it would look stupid. Um, And I don't care. I did that. I love the way it looks. I like tattoos and I love it, you know. Well, uh, you should show them since we're mentioning it. I mean, well, I got one on my ring finger. I got one behind my ear that people say. And I had one on a block that was here that I actually covered up to put our kids' names well, on. Well, actually, what it was, when we were in college, he had, um, obviously, you know, his name is Envy. And he had, his logo used to be a baby block. So he used to wear a chain that had a pendant that was a baby block. So the E was... Uh, Green emeralds, the N, I think, was yellow sapphires, the V was red rubies, and the Y was blue sapphires. Mm -hmm. And it spun. So it was a really cute pendant that he had for years. So anyway, his tattoo was E-N-V-Y, 
and baby blocks, but the baby blocks looked, they looked like they had already been rolled into place. So the E and the Y were kind of tilted where you could see the block kind of three-dimensionally. So there were three letters exposed. So on those three letters, there was a G, an I, and an A. So it was an indirect mm -hmm. tattoo, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, but, of my name. But, you know, I, I would definitely feel a way. If you had uh, somebody's name tattooed on you and then you covered it up and didn't put my name on it, I would feel like, damn, what you, what was he giving you that made you want to do it? And why don't, why wouldn't you want to put my name on you? Yes. So I, I would definitely. And I wouldn't want to have to ask you no, not at to all. do it. And it's only because you did it with someone else. Like, I also didn't want you to get my name mm -hmm. tattooed on you, but I don't really know why you did it. I did it because I wanted to. And um, I got to redo it, too, because after a while, where they are, they fade a little. Because so you slide faded. your ring yeah, on slide and a off. Ring and even here, yeah, just washing and it, it faded a little bit. So I got to get get it done over. Um, but at one point you wanted to put my picture on you, like a picture of my face. I did, yeah. But I thought, God forbid, it doesn't look like me or it makes me look crazy. Yeah, and rest, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and I've been seeing a lot of pictures of Kobe Bryant, people doing tattoos. And the tattoos don't look like Kobe, you know? Mm. It's one of the things. It, it's, I mean, you have to have a great artist that really knows what they're doing because there is no double take. There is no do-over. Right. Um, so that's why, but that's why I didn't want you to have remember, my, yeah, my picture. I definitely wanted to do that. And maybe I will. Um, no, maybe I don't trust it. Maybe. So what, what would you advise her to do? Um, I think that she needs to have a conversation with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything really always boils down to good communication. Right. Um, I think that usually when there are problems in a relationship, if two people genuinely love each other and care about each other, and want what's best for the relationship and commit themselves to being good listeners and having an open head and an open heart, then you can get down to the root of a problem. Then you can really understand where the other person's coming from. You don't always have to agree, but you need to be able to at least relate. You have to have the desire to want to know how they feel and what's paining them. Once you have that desire, then you're on the road to fixing whatever's wrong. Because at the end of the day, most people really just want to be heard right. and they want to be understood. When we disagree, I don't need you to tell me at the end of a conversation that you agree with me. Mm -hmm. I just really want to know that you listened Correct. and you accepted what I said. And I want you to know that I'm coming from a good place. And you can say to me, you know what? I don't really agree with you. And this is how I feel. And we just need to have a meeting of the minds. So most of the time, I think it really just boils down to good conversation and people that express mm -hmm. their love for one another, not just with words, but how you treat somebody like listening to someone is a way of treating somebody, Absolutely. you know what I mean? So I think that if she tells him how she feels, hopefully, you know, he does the right thing. He does the right thing. And if he doesn't, what do you suggest she do? I what mean, if he keeps putting it off? What could she do? I mean, I, th I think it's a point. Go where... tattoo Eric on her arm. <laughs> no, no, she can't do that. I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, what can she really do? I mean, I'll be honest with you. It would bother the shit out of me. You know, if, if, if I was in a relationship where you had another tattoo of a guy's name on you and you were procrastinating for taking it off, it would bother me. It would make me feel the way. Every, I, first of all, I wouldn't want to have sex with you because every time I take your clothes off or we get into the do, I would feel like I would be looking at that person's name. Mm -hmm. um, so it would bother me. So I would not want to have sex with you. Like I wouldn't want to be intimate with you because it would make me feel funny. 
Uh-huh. And um and if you didn't put my name on you voluntarily. It, voluntarily, it would make me feel a way. It would make me like feel if, like if you had to ask me yeah, to do it. It would make me right? feel a way that this person uh you loved or you wanted so much or you cherished so much you wanted you to put their name you on you. You felt like you was gonna be with him forever. Right, and then me, you don't feel the same way. So yeah, I would not give you the penis. Or if I was a female, I would not give you the vagina. So you think that if he doesn't do what she expects him to do, that she should spite him? Yeah, it, it wouldn't be spite. It would be a feeling. It wouldn't be spite me ah, not, not me not giving you the dick. It ah, wouldn't be a, a thing. I just I wouldn't want to. Ah, it's I not see. that I'm holding off. It's I, not I, that I you want to. it, but you're just. Yeah, absolutely. I would not want to give you anything because I would I would feel away. I would feel like you look at somebody else more special than you look at me. And because mm-hmm. of that, I could not give you this dick. <laughs> so that's what you think that she should do? Absolutely. Kind of like, let's just say withdraw from him. Mm-hmm. Like just withdraw, not Absolutely. be so, like maybe be a little distant. Express yeah. her dismay so that he feels it, so that he's motivated to want to do what she expects him to do. But I think that would only come after they talk about Have it. Have that conversation. And she lets him know, like, look, this is how... Me seeing this on your arm or on your back or wherever it is, is making me feel every single day. And it's making me build up a resentment for you because you are not doing the right thing. And the fact that I have to be on you about it day after day and remind you and you're treating it frivolously like it's not a priority at all is making me more angry. And I don't want to have to take it out on you in ways that aren't going to be conducive to our relationship. So do the right thing. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we wish you the best, Jada. And please contact us. Let us know how you're doing. You can email us, thecaseycrew at gmail. That's T-H-E-E, caseycrew at gmail.com. All right? Mm-hmm. It's time to get up out of here. And don't forget, our flyaway, April 30th to May 3rd. Come hang out with the KC Crew. It's the KC Crew uh, retreat.com. TheCaseyCrewRetreat.com. Get all your information. I'm talking about parties, comedy shows, a lot of fun. You don't have to be a couple. You could be singles. It's just going to be a getaway. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Old school parties. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. be a celebrity or two food. that we may or may not have invited. That's right. So to come and perform mm-hmm. or so, something. So get your tickets. Again, it's TheCaseyCrewRetreat.com. Limited tickets are still available. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, of course, we're going to tape our podcast live. We're going to do a, a generational wealth podcast, seminar. a real estate podcast mm-hmm. seminar there. So please get your tickets and we'll see you guys there. Come vacation with us. The Jewel Grand Resort in Montego Bay. We're going to put up a video right after this so you guys can kind of see what it has to offer. Google it. Take a look. And I'm sure you'll be impressed. I was impressed. And we plan on having a hell of a lot of fun. That's right. So. I'm hot. So it's time to get up out of here. How many hots are you going to be while we're doing this podcast? Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> All right, well, it's time to and get, I can get you up out of that onesie. You don't want to get me up out of this onesie. Oh. <laughs> now, you females, I don't know how you stay in these onesies because when you take them off, I know that smell. Like, <laughs> 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 smoke. That smell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys later. I'm uh, DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Doodles. Doodles.